There are no chickens up there, I can tell. They're too cold. Uh, nobody, nobody can have chickens. Well, then maybe they do. they got to eat eggs. I mean, we have chickens here in town where I live. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to be the one raising chickens. My goodness. They have to have heated chicken coops. They oh, have yeah. to. No way they could survive in something like this. Yeah, there's... Okay, well, I'll dig oh, we around and see what I can come up with. There you do. And y'all behave yourself now, here. Alrighty. Good night, Okay, Gary. thanks, Gary. Hey, Have a good, good day. Night. All right. Okay. I think we right, officially... Good easy. night, Walden. Good night, We Patricia. will be back tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. We love you all. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you for being with us, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Just make your mind up The piper must be paid The party's over The candles flicker and dim You danced and dreamed through the night it seemed to be right Just being with him Now you must wake up All dreams must end Take off your makeup The party it's all over, my friend. Now you must wake up, all dreams must end. The party's over It's all
is snowing, the wind is blowing, but I can weather the storm. What do I care how much it may storm? I've got my love to keep me warm. I can't remember a worse December. Just watch those icicles fall. What do I care if icicles fall? I've got my love to keep me warm. Off with my overcoat, off with my glove. I need no overcoat. I'm burning with love. My heart's on fire. The flame grows higher. So I will weather the storm. What do I care how much it may storm? I've got my love to keep me warm. Boy, I was one confused puppy. You know, it's Thursday night, everybody. It's December the 27th here, 2012. Now, I got really, really cold, so I took off my sweatshirt. Then I put on the song. Then I got really hot, so I took off the sweatshirt. Then I put it back on. So I'm I'm warm now. Okay, I got my sweatshirt on. Hello, Patricia. It's Thursday night. you're hot. You're hot all the time. Oh, oh, oh. You know, I'm discombobulated tonight, too. Yeah, I know. It's Thursday. That's yeah. why. We're confused. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I have to fess up that I had to move everything into my office, and I had been just kind of lolling around in <laughs> my comfy space for all this time, you know, surrounded by my books, mm-hmm. and I have a computer on my lap. Well, I can't do that anymore because the, um, the airport... Wi-Fi that I've been using that just kind of was floating around in the neighborhood. You've been borrowing, yes. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, a good word. Yeah, you've been I've, I've been, I've been tapping into it. Yeah. Well, he got smart and he put a lock on his... <laughs> pop- just sudden, suddenly I couldn't get out on the internet, the radio stopped, I thought, oh my gosh, my computer died, and it didn't, it was that I just couldn't get a connection. So now I had to come into the office and use hardwire until I hook up my uh, my um, router. So when do you think you might want to have the router up and running by? Tomorrow. You're going to do it I mean, tomorrow? It's, well, it, I mean, it's just, it's not exactly rocket science to hook up one of these. I am told. I've never hooked one up. But it, it should be a piece of cake. I mean, you know, I, I have to plug it in and connect the hardwire internet to it and do a couple of little doodads and I should be in I should be in uh, operation. Well, I'll tell you, my if dear. If I'm not, you'll hear me. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, my dear. Yesterday, I worked on one and it took me about two hours to get three computers up and running on one network, so... so. Oh, this isn't a network. It's just a router that will... Uh, get, then I become the Wi-Fi center and I can mm-hmm. hook up well, anything I want to that, it because it's mine. But a network, no, I, I'm not hooking up a network. Well, in a way you are because that's what I do here. See, my computer here, my bedroom, is the hub. And my lap, right. my mom and dad's laptop in the, on the dining room table is, 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 is wireless. And then my mom and dad's computer is wireless. 
And right. last two weeks ago, uh, the laptop had a uh, uh, malfunction. It got the um, the operating system got corrupted, so they took it to the computer doctor and got it fixed. And I said, well, Dad, I'm going to probably have to put it back online. And so we worked with AT&T yesterday for two hours. They just got passwords and to put everything on. So it might take you, you might need just a little help tomorrow. I don't know. Um, you know, maybe I'm not using the correct terminology, but using a router is different from setting up a network. Well, let's see, that's what I have. It's a router, but. In order for the other computer to hook onto it, you have to, you can have it open or close. And any, anytime you add, I, maybe some, maybe a computer function out there can, who know a lot more um, than if, I do. If you, go on, if you go on a network, you know, if you set up a network, whatever computer is hooked up can access the other computers. Okay, no. That's that, a that, network. Well, then I'm not using the right terminology because that's not the case for us. It's just okay. we call it a network because they're all using the same Internet hub. Right. Yeah. But. So I had to, I had to uh, make sure every, see, every computer had to have the same passwords and username. That way they have access to the Internet. Right. So that's all. I had to make sure all, huh. all the little babies had the right passwords and username. Oh, oh gee. That shouldn't, that shouldn't be too hard for me. No, you're, you're, you're smarter than I am. Don't me up. You're shaking me up. I don't want to get shook up. You're smarter than I am, so I'm not worried about you. Okay. Yeah, you're going to do Well, it. anyway, hello, everybody. Are we here? Are we on? <laughs> we don't have a <gasps> They think this is a recorded show. Well, the family realized Bill supposed to be here. They don't listen, they don't listen on Thursday because the guy got rest up for Saturday. I better not say that. Bill, Brag, I hope you're doing fine. Anyway, 714-545-2071. We got a busy weekend this weekend here on Yesterday USA, uh, tomorrow. Uh, Jerry Corona's son, Bob Corona, will be on with us tomorrow night with Larry Gackman and I. Uh, Saturday, Patricia and I will hold down the fort like we do with our family. Sunday... Stuart Kanan will be on live to celebrate the 76th anniversary when he played the bead on the Fred Allen Show. You recall last year, he was on a Friday on December 30th with Patricia. And Patricia, I talked to he's in great shape, and he just got done playing a concert two weeks ago. I'm so glad to hear that. He was such fun. Who's on the phone? And then on Monday, it's Patricia and I. Hello there. No, they are. We... Formerly had a caller on the phone. We formerly did. Maybe, maybe they was, maybe they realized this wasn't the anchovy hotline number that they couldn't order the anchovy pizza. This was not the anchovy pizza. Okay, are you out of your microphone again? Well, I have I what or, I or have to, my ears gone bad. Well, I to protect my Patricia, I've turned myself way low for you. Okay. So well, is, is that you, works. That works only if the other person is turned way low. Okay. So here, let me do a test. This is way low. All right. Now you're fine. One, now two, you're fine. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Whoa! Nine. Whoa! 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 <laughs> See, I know what the the right. Whoa. I know what the right button, the right switch is for Patricia's ears now. Yeah. See, okay. For my family, for our family's sake, Patricia has the best ears in the family, and the most delicate. So we have to be very gentle with her. I'm so delicate. You I are. Know. You are. 
You are. Aw, well, you're fine. But when you disappear off to the other side of the room, it's like, is there anybody out there? Hello, Cal, is anybody over here? Cal. Okay, so whoever was on the phone, there we go. Uh, we go. Hello there, you are there? Oh, good evening. Good evening, Dan. How are well, you all hi doing? there. I'm, I'm fine. You've only got a couple of inches of snow out there, huh? That's right. I've got about two inches of snow, but within, well, good old Bloomington, good old IU, they have about a foot of snow, and there's about a foot wow. of snow. Wow. Uh, halfway between Indianapolis and Louisville. So two inches of snow enough to make a snowman? You know, I think we had more, and then it melted throughout the day. But, you know, you can kind of still look out and see uh, the grass. But, I mean, Louisville had really nothing. And then, you know, out where I live out here, I had probably, well, I said between two and five inches of snow here in this area. And then on up north of here, it really uh, accumulated quite a bit. I'm about 90 miles from Bloomington, so... When you go from two inches to you know twelve inches and ninety miles, so the accumulation. So do you live right in the city, or you live out the little? You have a little land outside of the city, or how? Where you know you have enough acreage for the snow to make snowmans out of the snow when it get two inches. I guess what I'm asking. Yes. yes okay. You're, you're right about that. I have about an acre of ground right here, and you know there there's a farm over at the end of the. Uh, cul-de-sac out here. I live in a subdivision, ah. and we all have about an acre of land here, and, and uh, you know, it's a former, you know, cattle pasture, so, you know, they put a subdivision in here about 20 years ago, but there's an older couple who live on the other side of the main road out here, and they uh, still, they still bale hay, you know, in the summer, and mm -hmm. they have a pond, and, and, you know, it's real rural and rustic, so, you know, it's, it's not L.A. by any means. <laughs> that's good. There's only one L.A. in the world, and that's good. I can go out my lane here. I would I would bet you 50 bucks if I go out to the end of my lane here, turn left, and go up within a half a mile, I'm sure I would see at least one deer. Oh, sure nice. As sure as clockwork here in the evening and half the time during the day. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. They're so cute. And you see the little bambies in the, in the spring? And we do see the little bambies in the spring. In fact, you were talking about, uh, Corden, um, if, uh, I have friends that live in a subdivision on the west side of town, right past the Red Barn Antique Mall, which is next to the post office. If you turn up the subdivision there, and it's up on a, a hilly wooded area. Um, there was a mother and a little baby up there most of the spring, you know, with, I mean, baby with, you know, spots. I mean, we're talking about uh -huh. complete Yeah, a little fun, yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, Aww, that's so cute. I miss that kind of deer, stuff. You know? We have deer here, but they're called key deer, and they're, they're very, smaller, very small. The very small babies. Smaller, they're, the key deer are very small. Now, they're down on the keys, and I've seen some deer here, you know, because I'm, I'm quite far north of the keys, actually northwest of the keys, and I'm, I'm confident they're, they're pretty much the same because our deer are very small compared to what is up in the north and in your neck of the country. But they're all beautiful. They are just so pretty. Do they, do they have antlers, too? 
gee, I don't know. I've never checked them. I've never seen any, but, you know, when, when we see them, it's in the springtime or the summertime, and they don't have antlers then. Yeah, most of the dogs have antlers here, and, uh, you know, sometimes they, deers will share the antlers, usually right. in spring. Correct. Mm-hmm. I, I'm saying correct, of course. <laughs> you know, of course, now you know what you're talking about. But they, they grow them back so that they can fight for the little girls in the fall. Right. Now, is there, you know, now, now. Do they hunt deer? Do they hunt the key deer down there? Is there a deer? Mm, no. Um, as, as far as I know, and I haven't done a lot of wildlife research recently, but as far as I know, they're protected. Mm-hmm. Right. The Andes oh, are protected. Are. You can hunt. You can hunt wild boar. Um, and I, the, the really interesting stuff, they, you know, wild boar. They are ugly creatures, and there are some sections in Florida where. They've set up housekeeping, and they just don't like people to come across their thresholds. But some of the ranchers will trap the younger ones and corn feed them. And apparently they are, I don't want to say the best eating because, well, you know, they eat pork, and that's where it comes from, piggies. But apparently with the corn fed, the wild ones get, to tasting really, really good. If you take them out of the wild and try to cook them, you're not ever going to have company again. I would think so. Yeah, I would think, you know, if you take the, the young ones and feed them, you know, a, a good diet of corn, I would think mm-hmm. it would be uh, more like your traditional pork. But I would think I mean, so. I think. We don't have any wild boars up here. To That's more I think, oh. down in Port Georgia. There may be a few in Tennessee, but I have never heard of of boars up here. Um, now, oh God, I can you know, help. We're, we're getting so many deer up here; they're almost a real nuisance, you know, especially for <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, for yeah. forest and yeah. And really, well, when I can were farming, the deer were getting to be so uh, the population of deer were getting to be so heavy; they were really eating a lot of our uh, our alfalfa and our hay crops. Uh huh. And whoever was growing corn, they were probably eating that as well. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. You, you. They. They think you're planting parties for them, just oh, for do. them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. When I was working till midnight, I'd come down the road and I had like an S curve there, and I would. There were a couple nights I'd come there and I'd go into the first turn into the S curve, and right there, it's like uh, there was. Big doe standing right there, you know, she was, you know, just moseying around there in the, in the yeah. woods. And, um, you know, it's like, there she is. Okay, I'm slowing down. <laughs> I don't know gosh, how many it, I, yeah, down. You, I don't want them to run out in front of my car. No, you really need to be careful with that stuff. Um, they're, yeah. It's not that they're fearless. They, I think they get easily rattled, and they will run toward the light instead of away from it. Mm-hmm. So it's that's the worst thing. If they're running, if they're running, you know, if you see one, you better slow down because usually there'll be two or three more. And mm-hmm. you know, it's just like you need to slow down as quickly as you can. Um, and uh, you know, they're just uh, they're they're really here. They're getting to be a real nuisance. It's really a favor for the hunters to come in and, and thin the herd. <laughs> it's so sad. I know it's necessary it is just 
so sad to hear about that. Oh, gosh. But anyway. Well, Dan, go ahead. There was, I think it's called hemorrhagic fever. And it's a Mm -hmm. disease that the deers get. And their tongues turn blue, if if I'm not mistaken. They just get some kind of disease and they, they die. That's not good. That's from from living so close together. I, that's what they think, you know, happens. I, you know, yeah. I've heard yeah. Well, times. you know, if it's a contagious disease, as soon as one gets it, and if they're herding together, of course, the entire herd gets it. Then, so. Dan, we're just in the beginning of the shows. We're going to move just a little bit more quickly through phone calls, and then that's we're asking people to call back later. Is that okay? That's fine with me. Yeah, I just wanted. To- check in and see how y'all were doing. Oh, good. And, uh, really uh, have appreciated the uh, shows, and uh, and I enjoyed the little uh, Fibber McGee uh, shows that you show, that you played last night. Which, uh, which, which, the, the, um, fixing the toy. Which fixing yeah, the toy. Fixing the toy. Yeah. Uh-huh. We have... We had a, sh- we had a short, short one, I guess, was it the night before or the night before Right, that? the night before, and then tonight we have set aside painting the Christmas tree white. Now, Which is one of my. Now, is that yeah. from the 50s? No, this one is from an, uh, December 18th, 1945. So right at the end of World War, you know, World War II is over, mm-hmm. and this is the one where Fibber wanted a, wanted a white Christmas tree, but he didn't want to pay ten bucks for it. I just wasn't sure when that tradition, you know, became popular. I know. Before, in the 50s, you know, uh, making a tree, you know, white for some reason. Uh huh. Apparently, it was heating up in the middle 40s because Fibber was going out looking for uh, looking for a tree that had flocking on it, and the person he was looking to buy it for had one, and he said, how much is it? And it was $10 extra for the flocking, and when he came home, he said to Molly, $10 just to go whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. and of course, you know, when Fibber tries to paint his own tree, it's not quite that simple, but... I think the first time I ever... I thought it was kind of early as well. I I thought it was in the 50s, maybe even into the 60s. I mean, what do I know? But gosh, when that popped up, it was 1945. The first time I ever saw a white Christmas tree was in a library in the early 70s. Now, was it a real or was it a real tree? I think it it must have been a real to me. That's my imagination as as a seven-year-old boy being a big, real white Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah. How interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're going to have to go up just a little bit in order to be even with Dan and the callers. Okay. How about that? that better? All right. If you don't yell, sure. That's uh, good. Me. Me. Okay, yell? Your, turn. your turn, Dan. I have to measure. Keep him under control. <laughs> your turn, Walden. Hello there, Dan. You, are, you think I can be under control? You think Patricia have that much power over me that she can keep me under control? I would think she could. I, I know she could. She has, I think she has her way. I, I, th- I, can't, uh, I, just can't, I just can't tell her about it, though. Whoa. I did not know I was that powerful. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, Dan, you want a, um, a question now or later? I'm going to uh, defer the question. I'm going to get off so someone else can call in. But I, I had missed you last night. I, I know. Listened a little bit, and then don't call you, PP. You put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, you know I just get so happy when you mention that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, oh, I was going to try calling in a couple times, and no, I just couldn't make it. Uh. 
we're hey, so soothing. I caught a tail end of you there last night too. About what time did you did you quit? About three. Yep. Yeah, we. Three, I yeah. would poop, so I decided. So when I figured Patricia needs her beauty sleep, and I needed, and I got almost ten hours of sleep today, so I I needed, I needed the rest. So. You're going way into overtime. I know, I know. And I, I will not keep any more of your time right now. I will uh, be listening for a while and see what happens. And call us Have back. Good evening. Call us back if you can. If not, we'll talk to you Saturday. Okay, sounds great. Take sounds care. great, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There's our there's the first family member checking in for the day at 714-545-2071. Snow is falling, and it looks like it's going to be a cold front. Both to be cold here in California next week, so we are hunkering down for winter, everybody. And, uh, and well, it's 54 here right now. That's Let cold. me see what you are. That's cold. Oh, well, it is, yeah, and it's still dropping. It's going to get quite low tonight because we had the rain move through yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. All right, you're 54, and you're going to go into, you're going to hit the same thing in the low to mid 40s, yeah. and that's where we are. Gosh. That's unusual. Boy, for you, that's cold. That's very cold. That's very, very, very cold. Hello there, you're on the air. This is Gary from Wisconsin. Good evening. Hi, Gary. Uh, doing fine here. We're... Nice and warm. Um, it's, uh, I don't know how cold it is. About 17. That's cold. <laughs> That's cold. That's terrible. I mean, and, I can't think of it. a few flurries today. That's about it. All right. Now I can, Gary, I can hear your radio in the background. I just realized I had it up. <laughs> Turned it down. Okay. Okay, that's good, because then, then we wind up hearing three conversations, ours to you, right. yours to ours, and everybody that's else's to you, you know? So, that's great. Thank well, you. you know what that means, Patricia, when we ask him a question, if he yeah. doesn't get it right on the live, he can listen to the repeat and give it the correct answer. That, that's what that yeah. means. That's exactly why, how why I do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, must be, it must be a guy thing. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll take your word for it, Walden. Yeah, well, it makes sense. He's, he's got, he has sleep under his belt, so it's going to be a squirrely night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When Walden sleeps, we're toast. That's, well, the world's different. And it is, it is different. It, the world is different. That is true. So, oh, well. Okay, well, Gary, while you're here, we had a theme the other night about Walden's leftovers and... Fred in Vermont was the only one who answered what your favorite leftovers are. Favorite leftovers? Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. that's edible. Okay. Works for me. Okay. Now, if, 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 what is Gary's favorite meal? Oh. My favorite meal is just to go down to Golden Corral and sit there and pig out on the steaks. Works for me, too. Uh-huh. I don't think we have a Golden Corral here. They're all over the place, but I'm not sure we have one. I've never heard yeah. of one. Is it like a buffet-style steakhouse? Yeah, it's, it, yeah it's a buffet steakhouse. Uh, you've heard, uh, it's like Sizzlers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. It's like Sizzlers, and but uh, you you just they got the big, long buffet, and you just go in there and have fun. Well, I'll be darned. We have one. Well, now, do they serve? And, and the prices are ultra reasonable. It says. So, 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 how do they, do they? You can keep 
going back for more helping to stay, or is it okay? It's, uh, it's uh, well, here it's $10 for a plate, and then a couple of dollars for the drink, and then uh, you just, you take your plate up and fill it up, take it to your, eat, eat it. When you finish, go get another plate, just keep going back and forth until you're, you can't do it no more. So what's the best cut? Is it a New York? Is it a strip? Is it a, uh, what, what's your favorite cut of meat? Um, oh, gosh. If it's prepared correctly, prime rib. Well, you guys are in the high-class joint. All right, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you too, Walden. That's, that's your A number one. Well... That's where we're going tomorrow to go get prime rib for New Year's Day. But if I, if I'm just going to a little restaurant, yeah, yeah, just a, a New York strip. Mm-hmm. Or, um, what do they do good at side dishes? Where do they have a really good tossed salad or a potato salad? What do what do they have that's really good on the side? Oh, they're at Golden. Mm-hmm. At Golden. Yeah, uh, it's just a regular uh, big salad bar. You make your own salad. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, depending on what night you go, because they have different entrees for each night, mm-hmm. um, you know, you could have anything from, like, Friday night, which is basically a lot of fish, uh, sides, hmm. um, and then, uh, uh, they always have a pizza of some sort for the little ones. Um, they got chicken wings and chicken pieces and, uh, just a little bit of everything. Well, I, I think know, I, I like I, that. Uh, when you go down to the dessert one, mm-hmm. they have a chocolate fountain. <laughs> oh, that's Patricia. <laughs> that's been a big hit here. And what, oh. what do they mean by chocolate fountain? Is it something you can just squirt chocolate onto? What do they... Or do they just have all sorts of chocolate goodies? It is like a, a, a like a two or three tiered kind of a bird bath kind of thing, mm-hmm. and the chocolate goes from the top and just flows down. You stick your whatever you want that's on a stick. This <laughs> little waterfall of chocolate. Is is there anyone who would be upset if I wanted my plate done? Um. I'm sure they would probably frown, but wouldn't stop you. Okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll be classy and use a soup bowl instead of a plate. Yeah, this I would, that's what I would do. I would just put a bowl. This is good. And then I can go back for seconds. This is very excellent. Well, Gary, we're moving just a little bit more quickly at the beginning of the show tonight and doing regular calls later on. But you can have your trivia question now or later. Which would you rather have? Let's go ahead and get a trivia question now because I'm I'm not feeling very good. I'm about ready to fall asleep. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to wind up passing out on you guys tonight. Okay. Uh-oh. 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 We're losing Hopefully you're not getting a bug or something. But the rest of the week, the rest of, you know, the, 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 the past of this week, I've been up the whole entire time. You have. Uh, all right. Well, you're you're entitled to a break then. You deserve a break today. Okay, thank you. like that? That's a, that's a really good. Uh, that would make a good slogan. I wonder, I think we should show that to McDonald's. 
Yeah. Did he really? <laughs> he's still living. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. He's in November 24th. Okay. Little Orphan Annie. How are you on Little Orphan Annie? Um, it depends on the question. Very Do you know answer. who sponsored Little Orphan Annie? Hmm? Do you know who sponsored Little Orphan Annie? No, I don't know who was who the sponsor was. Well, then you're not good on, on Little Orphan Annie, so I won't ask you that. Okay. No, you um, asked me what, what her, her uh, um, guardian or stepfather or whatever he was called. I could tell you that. Uh, well, that's a, that's a suitable alternative. Who was her Daddy benefactor? Warbuck. Daddy Warbuck. All you're right. quite good. What was that's the name cool. of her doggy? Alf. Whoops. Was it? No. He said arf all the time. Arf, arf, arf. Oh, that's, yeah, that's what the dog said. Right, that's what he said. Uh -huh. but Sandy! Sandy! Good job. You're good. How did I mess that up? <laughs> oh, beats me. You're not feeling well. Because, we'll give you credit for that. Because the storm that we just had. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And, and you're not feeling well. We're very forgiving when people aren't feeling well. Okay, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want in your envelope? Boy, it's getting um, fat. Mercury... Uh, theater. Oh, that's a good choice. <laughs> All right, you got it. Yeah, that's a good choice. We'll do the Mercury now, and then later I'll get the uh, Campbell Soup Theater. The Campbell Playhouse, you bet. Yeah. All right, Gary, we'll it. go to bed. It's 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 always a good night to hunker down for crying out loud. Yeah, especially I'm, when it's when 17 degrees. my head, put my machine on, and go to sleep. Okay. Do your thing. Well, thanks for calling in, Gary. I hope you feel better, and maybe we'll talk to you Saturday. Sure. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Ah, it's no fun being sick. 714-545-2071. No fun. No fun at all. 714-545-2071. Give it a call. It's the Thursday night. Bill's under the weather. Uh, Bill Bragg, he's been fighting this terrible cold. Ever since the day that Kim and Kim left to go be with her mom. Aw, he misses her. Yeah, he's been sick. She's been sick, too. Kim will be coming back. Scheduled January the 3rd. She's been with her mom. And so we're picturing tonight, Thursday night. We'll also be here New Year's Eve, Monday. And some of the other stuff, if we get to tonight or Saturday, we do have a clip from Dusty Rogers talking about Christmas with the Rogers family, and we do have uh, Frank Percy's little clip of the interview with Ray with uh, Ray Evans of the songwriting team Livingston and Evan talk about the story how they wrote Silver Bells. So we do have those to drop in if you don't call. Those are good. Yeah. And you played Silver Bells last night for I me. I did. I played Dean Martin version, and his yeah. his, his daughter yeah. his daughter's going to be with any, us. Any version. Any version except one that someone has taken a hatchet to is just fine. And we do have a lot of songs like that. You know, people take liberty mm -hmm. with arrangements, and uh, they just shouldn't do that. There are some things that are sacred, and Silver Bells is one of them. You know, And the National Anthem is another one. I think Silver Bells is one of those songs that's not necessarily owned by the singer. You know what I mean? I mean... White Christmas. Oh, it's true. I, I just want every singer to sing it true to the way it was written. Correct. Like, White Christmas, you think of Bing Crosby. 
even though it's been mm-hmm. recorded over... Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. A name association. Yeah, I, it, I misunderstood. Even though it's been recorded over 400 times, you think of Bing Crosby. And, hey, there's a uh-huh. good trivia question. Who was the one that introduced Silver Bells, everybody? Hello, Carl. You're on air. This is Armchair Cowboy. Hey, Armchair. Oh, hello, Armchair Cowboy. How are you? This is, um, I, I need to tell people, Armchair Cowboy is Paul from California. He prefers to be called Armchair Cowboy, and by golly, that's what we will call you. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good, but uh, actually I've done some some thinking on it. You don't need to call me that. I, I just thought of it, I guess, the first time I called you. If you want to uh-huh. call me Paul and you don't have a bunch of Pauls, that's fine. If you have more than you one are... Paul, you could you could say this is Armchair Cowboy Paul or whatever <laughs> you want to do. Well, we have uh, we don't we have, we have right... a Paul. We have one Paul friend, but he does not call in, and uh, you know he's he's kind of in, silent in the background. Hi, Paul, out there. Yeah, hi, and, Paul from uh, Seattle. He... Yep. In Seattle, mm-hmm. so you are our only Paul family member. Well, just, got hey, on the name. It's, it's, it's just calling me Paul is easier for you? That's just fine. <laughs> well, I think it's a fine name, so I would prefer to call you that. It's a great name. It's a great it's, name. It's a, it's a very nice name. Yeah. And I'm obviously, you know, because I'm, I'm Patricia, I really enjoy people saying, oh, gosh, I'd, I'd like my home. You know, if somebody says I'm Michael instead of Mike or I'm Robert instead of Bob, mm-hmm. I appreciate that because, you know, they're such nice names. But whatever people want to be called is just fine with me. I'll throw a trivia question so Paul, out. Paul, it is. I'll throw a trivia question out to a group here or anybody who want to call me later. What probably is the most famous character in old-time radio named Paul? And I'll throw that out for the audience to think about that. I'm not talking about an actual personality who who we know like Paul, like a Paul Harvey. But you know what not, what character in a radio show uh, do we think of Paul? I know. You what know. I'm not say. Oh, well, yeah. I know. Okay. I know the answer, but uh, I'm not going to say. I heard one recently, but I don't know the answer. Okay, we'll keep that one open for anybody who wants to call throughout the evening. Take it. Well, Take a shot at that. I, I, have to, I have to capitulate on that, mm-hmm. Alden. Mm-hmm. I think I know the answer. Sometimes you take right turns on me, and I'm still, <laughs> I'm still out here in traffic, and you're on a side street, and I didn't follow you. So I think I know the answer, but I'm not sure. I'm going so to kind of, I'm going to have to think of one. What character's named Patricia? No time. I can't think of anything at the moment, but I'll, well, I'll, you can, I'll put Patrice my hat to that. Close enough. Patrice is close enough, but... Not really, Patricia. No, Patricia's so, different. Paul, the other day you said you were going out for breakfast, and you were going to have a big breakfast. Actually, so, I wasn't going out. It was, it was made at our house. That's what, that's what we're ah, talking about. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's even better. Okay, what wound great. up... No, go ahead. What wound up on the table for breakfast? Okay, oh, um... That would be uh, Eggs Benedict. Ooh. Oh, oh my. Bacon, okay. Bacon, orange juice, and cranberry raspberry mix drink. And uh, what else? Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> How did they make it? Biscuits. I had to make biscuits. Uh-huh. But I, I can't remember. Patricia, how do they make Egg Benedict? 
Is it? A, I don't know. It's gooey. Yeah. It's got goo on it and sauce. Yeah. Tell me, tell me how how you eat eggs Benedict out there. Well, um, it's typically if I if I know what's typical. Yeah. It's typically um, uh, what do you call those muffins? English muffins. Uh huh. Right. Um, English muffins with the egg on it. Oh wait, um, to be ham. I think I think the general typical way, but not necessarily how we had it yesterday, would be like with the English muffin, uh, maybe Canadian bacon, mm-hmm. slides of Canadian bacon on it, and then eggs, and then uh, I think they call it hollandaise sauce on top of that. Right. I think it's a, it's a softer egg. Wouldn't you agree? It, it's not a um, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. in fact, uh, I saw my wife showing one of my daughters uh, a pan that I'm thinking was probably a poaching pan mm-hmm. um, that they could have used but didn't use. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not going to be able to talk long because my girls are out there waiting to, to start watching um, uh, one of those trilogies. Um, a movie. Rain- Lord of the Rings movies. One of those we're, we're going to watch. And you know what? Yeah. I've been, I've been in my bedroom. I'll call it my cave. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in my cave for two days. I slept in here for two days. I don't mean two days straight. I, I have had food brought in to me. But I, I have been in here for two days. So this is my first time after Christmas of going out to spend time with my girls. Uh, that is oh. my wife and my oldest daughter, who's 21. Right. And then my... My my youngest um, is Madeline. She is sixteen still. What's your name of your your wife and your oldest daughter? Okay, my wife is Shelley. Nice name. Mm-hmm. My oldest daughter is Rebecca, who has you know sometimes we call her Rebecca, sometimes we call her Boo. Uh, (laughs) she's going to be upset with that when she's probably 16 that one's not going to work anymore well that that she's my 20 oh she's she's through it okay all right she's through the sensitive part well i love the name rebecca please please say hello rebecca patricia loves rebecca Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay there's a great name how old are you guys Ah, see, I don't tell. Yeah, well, she definitely. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can tell. I'm 46. 46. Yep. Hey, I'm 55. I turned 55 on December 8th. Congratulations! Happy birthday! You had a birthday month. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Walden, since you're in California, can you tell me what are the hours that this program usually start at 7 p.m.? Oh, it starts at 7:30. And I'm normally I'm on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, starting at 7:30. And Patricia's with me on just on Saturday. Uh, Patricia and I go from 7:30 until about three o'clock in the morning. Um, Pacific time, right? Yeah, West Coast time. No, no your time, Pacific time. Right on on a California time, right? Yeah. Pat- Patricia doesn't understand. Patricia doesn't understand California time because she was she lives in Florida. So well, nobody understands California time <laughs> except people in California. <laughs> but anyway, Paul, this is unusual for us to be on in the middle of the week. We're usually just 
together on Saturday nights. She and but I. For but for Christmas, we we were allowed to come out and play for Christmas. But we'll be also be on we'll also be on here on Monday too. But uh, but no, normally it's myself and Frank Brzee who play Little Beaver on the Red Rider Radio Show on Friday night, and then I have John and Larry Gaffman help me the rest of the way. And then uh, Sunday is a mix of uh, John and Larry or Michael Beal or I pull archive interviews out or what or play interviews. So that's that's sort of uh, that's where you can find us. Red Rider, huh? Uh-huh. He was Little Beaver. He was the Beaver, little... Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Well, he was... Okay. He, he was a, uh, yeah. a Little Beaver. Little. There were a lot of Little Beavers. That's there true. Were, um, depends on how you count, but there were at least six Little Beavers, and Frank was just one of them. Was that right? Yep. Uh-huh. Well, the kids kept growing up. That's true. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> How many, how many years was that show on? Uh, for about eight years, from 1942 to about 1950 or so. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, that trivia question that you asked about a show with the name of Paul, is that the only question that... Nope. Pat- no, Pat- no, Patricia has oh, her no, own. No, no, no. no that, just... that was one of Walden's I've Got a Secret type. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Patricia. Hey, in case I fall asleep out there in the living room, which I do a lot, yep. I get all covered up with, um, oh, what do you call that long quilty look, yeah. see-through kind of. Oh, the quilt. Afghan? Afghan. An Afghan? Afghan. That's right, that's right. Yeah. I, I get all uh, wrapped up with that, and I, if I fall asleep out there, uh, I'm fine with that because I don't, my sleep pattern is so messed up. Yeah, for the last 13 years. Sure. Beginning in my MS. Um, no, I'm, like, like I told you before, I'm a I'm a night person generally now, and sleep during the day. But if if you can um, tell me a question that I might be able to answer, um, do I get any choices about uh, the topic? Or well, I might ask you a topic, but I'm not going to let you go until you answer one. How's that? Yeah, there you go. What topic you want? Pardon me. Do you like comedy? Do you like comedies or detectives yeah. or what? I like comedies like I did uh, the Gildersleeve last time. I, I, I think that's probably the one I listened to the most, although Fibber McGee and Molly, I, I really love them too. Okay. Is that what? She's trying to oh, give me I'd like to have to, oh, is that you? Can he say her name? Uh, yep, it's a lady. It's it's that? Like three letters name that he... Very short, yep, you're right. Yep, yep, you, He's doing it, you're almost there. M. You're right, you're right. You're almost there. You're oh almost there. Oh my gosh, you're doing it in pieces. This is painful, go ahead. Uh, believe me, it's painful for me. It's my my, <laughs> my, cognitive, my cognitive problems. 
Yeah, I know. I know. That's, you know, really, it's just so difficult because you know it's up there. You know all of this stuff is stored, and you just have to, each day, you have to set up a new pathway to get to the information, and it is brutal. Yeah, it is. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to hop to a different one. Okay. Gildersleeve's niece and nephew. Do you know their names? Margie and Leroy. Come here. Get you got it. Oh, you got it. Good, Good going. going. <laughs> the girl across the street is, uh, you know, the little girl that he was going out with. Um, and who was that? Babs. Well, I was asking. Yeah, I'm, I was right. asking Paul. That's right. Oh, did did you already say it? Because I've been tripping over everybody tonight. No, I was just trying yeah. to. I I just oh. I, I didn't want to be left out. Oh, well, then we wouldn't <laughs> leave you out. Now, Paul, I I gave you my email address the other night I, and went. Yeah, that's fine. Back to you. I'm sorry. <clears throat> that's like that's said, been, no no no. I've been out of it for two days, um, but I will get it to you. Um, it, there is no rush. I I just want to um, make sure that people know I can't send them CDs unless I know where to send them. And I'm not going to get them out for at least a week or two. So don't be concerned about that when you can get to okay, it. Great. And so, now I need to know, so what else would you like? Hmm? What else would okay, you like? So eligible for one more CD? You bet. Of course. Okay. Let's. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go continue for that Lux. The next, you want the Lux? Uh, uh, yep. The next volume. Okay. So you got. So you want triple Lux? Yep, okay. Triple Lux. We're up to the boy. You really do like this, don't you? It's a great show. Yes, it's, I do. I do like it. It's like uh, really professional. Great, you know. I agree with you, Paul. Uh-huh. It's one of my favorite radio shows. I, 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 I always try to collect all of them. It's a great show. It is high end. How many shows come on in MP3? How many shows will there be on each CD about? Well, it depends on the size of the shows. I can fit, I think I can fit, well, I can tell you. Um, my, My question before I even start digging through my CDs here, are you able to play DVDs on your computer? What did you call They play, they they a DVD. They play almost the same as oh, a CD, DVD. but I can yeah, a DVD. I have a yeah. DVD player. Perfect. Okay. Um, I will send shows to you on DVD because I can fit six times as many shows on a DVD as I can on a CD. Wow, six times. Well, I knew they can do more, but six times. Wow. Yeah. Will I be able yeah, to, so, and, and maybe, be able to save maybe them to iTunes still? Would they? Will they be MP3? Oh, sure. Or? Yes. Sure, they will play the same way. It's just a, a bigger capacity disc. Okay, let's see. On one CD, I was able to fit March 2nd, 1936 to May 37. And on another one, 1140 to 742. So it depends on how many shows are there, but I know these shows are quite large. Normally about 50. Um, yeah, I would say normally 30 to 50 lux per CD. So that's yeah. not a regular CD. So. Yeah, I'm not even sure I can do that, but it, 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 yeah, it, it depends on the size of the file. Cause the the bigger ones have better sound, so that's why it takes more mm-hmm. room. You bet. 
Will they be identified titles and everything so that that I'll be able to you know see all that in the library? I think so. I'm just putting one in now to see what uh, what shows up on the disc. Yeah, normally I so I, keep I, talking for I, another twelve seconds, and okay. I'll let you know. Normally, there will be a date on on the files, and sometimes the title. You know, if let's say if it's uh, Rebecca uh, from uh, 1940 or something. So depending on the files that Patricia has, but normally what I've seen with Lux, they always have they always have the date of the broadcast. Yep, they've got the date and the title of each show, and the shows themselves are, I'll tell you in a minute how big, um, oh, the shows are only about 12, 12 megabytes, some of the other ones are much larger, mm-hmm. uh, and these are 13, um, so they're reasonably sized, but not huge, and I got 50 on a disc, and I probably could have fit more. I think I, I think I spaced them out. You fifty, and the disc is. Oh, okay. So it's a six seven six sixty one. That would be about right. So about fifty shows per CD, but I can fit more than six of those six five thirty. So I can fit what three hundred and fifty shows mm-hmm. on a DVD. Whoa! So that can, means. If there's only 700 total shows, I'll only need two DVDs then, huh? Maybe three. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll see. I'll see what I've got in here. So if you, if you're really good and Santa Claus thinks you've been a good guy, I'll send you all I have. As long as I can put them on DVD, because if I'm if I have to burn, you know, a million squillion CDs, it's a little bit of a challenge. But if I can put them all on DVDs, I'll see if I can get all of the shows that I have out to you. Oh, that would be excellent. And now so it will actually you, be MP3 files. Right. Correct. Then, Walden or Patricia, do you know if if once I have them loaded in iTunes as MP3s, can I actually burn CDs that could be played on a normal CD player? On a normal CD player, no. Not unless it is one of the newer ones that is able to play MP3s. And the newer ones can do that, but the okay. traditional ones that have been around for a while, no, they can't. Okay. Okay, just curious. And I better say goodnight to you guys. All right, Paul. Have a great time with the movie. Thank you so much. Take and care. I'll try, to, I'll try to check in with you later. Sound, I make it back. All right. Sounds great. If not, call us Saturday. Okay. Take care, Paul. Thank you so much, Walden and Patricia. You take care. You bet. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. All righty. Bye-bye. Hey, a new family member with us, Paul. And that's my trivia question to the family. What famous radio show has the, the leading char- one of the leading characters named Paul in it? Can anybody think of a radio show with a leading... Oh, a character. That's right, a character. Oh, because I thought... I misunderstood. I thought you said not a character. Right. But a person. Okay, I was okay, trying to say I a person. You, I think the most hey, people... you're on the side street and I'm on the main road again. That's right. I was trying to explain the most, pe- person, the most popular personality... A radio named Paul. I think it's Paul Harvey. And and I've got okay. Go ahead. Who's but I'm here? thinking Who's of a character. Who's Hello there. You're on okay. the air. Good evening, Charles from New Jersey. Hello, Charles. Hello, Charles. How are you? All right, Neil. Do, do we have pizza with you tonight, please? I hope. <laughs> no. Huh? I always have pizza in my refrigerator. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, 
This is so cool. Charles, did you I get, knew I loved you. Did you get Patricia's anchovy pizza yet? Ugh. I get Charles, the... I knew we I knew we were not having a love affair. <laughs> you you just went off my love list. <laughs> And I was so forgiving because you taught those essays all the time. <laughs> Not tonight yet. You're working on it. I can tell. Well, I know. I know. Well, yeah. after I hang up, I got to get my big bucket and go to Golden Corral and take all that chocolate. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, I've seen, I've I seen that what... TV commercial a couple times there and here. Now, oh, yeah? Like a, sort of what... It's like a waterfall, just chalking from the top and bottom. I've never been to one, though. I don't even think well, we, I don't know if we have one around here. Well, while Gary was on the phone, I did a quickie check, yeah. and we've got one here. It's not very far from me at all. Well, I, I don't know if there's... I think there's some in New Jersey. I don't know if by me or not. I wonder if you if you walk into the place, we could you smell the chocolate? Oh. You know, those, right. those places... That way you can walk in and smell chocolate. Then you know it's the real stuff. All right. I've got a restaurant locator. Mm -hmm. And hold on. You know what? Now that I'm hardwired on, on this thing, mm -hmm. everything is coming up so fast. I wonder hmm. why. Hmm. Well, it's because the, the one, when you steal, you don't get the quality service. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I tried that once years oh, ago. Oh, my Next door, goodness. but it, it worked, but it wasn't, you know... <laughs> Okay, give me your zip code, Charles. Uh, 08850. 08850. Search. Drum roll. Oh, you've got four in your area. Oh, wow. Audubon, New Jersey. Gilran, New Jersey. Ben, ben Salem. Am I pronouncing that correctly? They're not even around here. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Now those are Pennsylvania. You don't want Pennsylvania. You want oh, Audubon, New Jersey, wherever that is. 08106. Oh, I guess you don't have anything very close to you. 0816 oh, is the other town from what's town? Audubon, New Jersey. Have you even heard of it? A-U-D-U-B-O-N. Cross my heart. I'm pronouncing it correctly. Oh, I can't believe it. I never Audubon. Yeah, well, like unless, unless, people in New <laughs> unless people in New Jersey pronounce it Audubon. I never even heard of it. Uh, well, that was a joke, Charles. <laughs> well, then I, I'm going to bomb. Well, anyway, you don't have any uh, in your immediate area. Oh. I'm very sorry. Oh, well. So what's the best okay. restaurant in New Jersey, Charles? What, around me? Or anywhere, in New Jersey. Anywhere. Oof. I love Applebee's. <laughs> ah, you're an Applebee person. Okay. Okay. What's your favorite dinner there? Steak. <laughs> you, you guys and your steaks. I well, well all right. You know, well, I'm, a pick, I'm picky, as you know, I think, with mm -hmm. food. Mm -hmm. You know, prime rib, I'm sure it's good. Mm -hmm. You know, but I am so picky with the fat, or whatever you call it, grizzle yeah, fat. Right. So what kind, what's the best kind of steak? Is Charles going to order a steak? What kind of, I think I get the sirloin. Okay. Because I think it's the sirloin steak, and it's like it comes out, oh my god, it cuts like butter. Mm. Yep. Oh, now I'm hungry a, again. Oh. A New York strip sirloin steak is just meat, no bone. 
that's yeah, probably that's, mine, yeah. that's, that's what I always hoarded myself. It's in New York, yeah. yeah. I got the cheap one one time, yeah. and I said, it was good steak. But like, what the heck did I get this for? I'm cutting the bone. I'm like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Got a lot of your right. It's got a lot of bone in it. But you know, that's supposedly the T bone is supposed to be more tender near the bone. You know, that's supposed sure, to be. Sure, yeah. You know, it's that's. Like, mm-hmm. like you, you love prime rib. Right. But I, I just, I'm sure it's good, but I just, I don't like the fat on it. Well, I do. We'll, we, <laughs> yeah, but when some we people come, do, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do. But I go Charles, when we come to visit you and you put us up. For a night, mm-hmm. we will take you out to dinner and get you a steak. Now, when we do, we expect two more nights. So be prepared. Oh, three for one. Three rooms, yeah, three, three nights for one meal. That sounds good. Do we, need, do we need to feed him the other two nights? Good grief, no. He has to feed us. Oh. We are your guests. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He got, that, a he, he got a landlord with a pizza place, Patricia. So I guess we can eat oh, there. We can eat there I two can, nights. Do, no, we're not going there. We're going to CeCe's Pizza. Ah. Uh. <laughs> that's, that's in Texas. Cheaper, cheaper. <laughs> it's Texas, Texas. No, it's just one here in New Jersey by me. Okay. All right. Um, don't you don't you love New Jersey and New York? They say it's by me. They don't say it's nearby or, mm-hmm. they, or near me. They say we have something by me. We have something here by me. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a it's a regional. There's nothing wrong with it grammatically, but it's a regional, um, a, a colloquialism in the Midwest in the Chicago area. You'll frequently hear, "Do you want to come with?" Not, "Would you like to come with me?" or "Would you like to go with her?" Say, "Do you want to come with?" I think another thing, like it's very unique in California. We talk about minutes when we drive. It's thirty minutes away or one hour mm-hmm. away. Well, I don't think most people talk that way. They think of miles. Or hours. Well, you know, that's that's interesting. I usually give both. And I think most people around here do the same thing. They'll say, uh, for Tampa, for example, mm-hmm. I'll say, eh, about 150 miles. It'll take you at least two and a half, maybe three hours. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll give both of them. Mm-hmm. And people can plan better. But you know, look, if you yeah. want to be a crazy person, you can probably do it in two and a half hours. If yeah, you want very, to drive very, yeah. it'll be three and a half. Yeah. Very rarely yeah. in California, we talk, we talk in miles. We always talk in time. Yes, I, you've mentioned that. And I think that's why, because miles in California is so deceptive. Right. If you're caught in the, in the L.A. area, two or three miles, you might as well pack a picnic. Correct. So, I just like yeah. when they go, say going to Jersey Shore, it's close. I say, I'll take about a half hour, 45 minutes, mm-hmm. which it does. But if you don't know where you're going, forget it. I know. Well, I think I think the, the, the funniest thing for us, when we first went to New Jersey in 97, we were just, we were confused by the the signs. The signs on the freeways in New Jersey were different compared to what out here in California. Mm-hmm. Every, every, every couple feet, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you're arriving in Newark. Newark, 50 miles. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I appreciate about Alabama is that their road signs are outstanding. You come to an intersection, they will tell you you can with arrows all over the place. The, the highway to your left is this number. To the right is this number. Far ahead, you've got three intersections coming. I mean, you know exactly where you are. Mm-hmm. Well. You know where you are. You might not know why you're there, but <laughs> you know where you are. Mm-hmm. And I've just been so impressed with that. Well, you can always do a GPS now, so that's easy. 
Yeah, I, well, that, that's true. I, I finally got one. My sister sent one to me. Well, so, how is your well, sister? She is doing much better. I talked to her yesterday. Yeah. Good. Oh, gosh. You know, Charles, thank you for asking. She was really sick. And, yeah, it was it was scary. I mean, she was, she, uh, when you call somebody and when they say hello on the other end of the phone and you know there's a major problem just by the way they say hello, and she's not normally like that. You know, she'll fuss a little bit, but... Not like that. And she was sick. So she's she's doing better today. She spent a little bit of time upright. And uh, so I'm, I'm feeling better about that. You get up. That's why I got, when I got bronchitis a couple of times, I couldn't even get out of bed. I got up. It's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, hit me. <laughs> but yes, yes. So, but I, I appreciate your asking. Thank you. And, and she really yeah, is doing. I talking about the other night. And this, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, it, it was scary. Be by I know, Patricia. We're gonna go be a a a, a shiny nurse and and uh, and uh, and emergency and purposes. It, yeah, yeah. she's gonna pull out I'm her nurse my, her nursing degree. My nursing shoes. Yeah. yeah, I'll have I'll put on my nursing shoes and my nursing hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll do that. But so, you, but you, you think, doing better? You think a lot? You think a lot of ladies join the nursing corps because they like the white they, they like the outfit. Well, they don't wear the outfits anymore. What? I'm sorry. You know, it's like everybody wears a teddy bear shirt. You don't You don't know the housekeeping staff from the head nurses. I mean, they don't wear white like, gowns anymore? No, no, no sorry. They almost like sweatpants. They, well, they, yeah, they wear scrubs, and frequently they will wear smocks that have little patterns on them. Some have flowers and some have little Mickey Mouses. And, <laughs> oh, my. So, Charles, do you want a question now or do you want to call back later and get one? I've been to the hospital. I've never seen a nurse like in the white outfit no more. I don't know. Not anymore. I know. Not for a long time. Okay. I'll, I'll take my com- uh, commercial. Yeah. Question now. <laughs> You'll take your question now. All right. And Hold on. I got to see the, uh, what character Frank Brzee played on Red Rider, I know the answer. You know the answer now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, well, no, I'm not going to answer that one. <laughs> All right. Did you said it the other night and two times tonight already. Yeah, I know, but you weren't on the phone. Now you know the answer, so I'm not going to tell you. Ha. Huh. All right. Here you go. Superhero. This is a superhero. And in this, with this superhero, we will hear Cato. The Black Beauty, Britt Reed, and the Daily Sentinel. Who are we talking about? The Green Hornet. You got it. Way to right. go. Oh. That was good. That was not, I asked that one kind of backwards, and that, that was good. Sure. That was good. Okay, what else do you want? You've got one IOU already. You want Night Beat from the other night. You brought up the Lux, theater, Lux Radio Theater. I know you sent me some. Okay. Tell me if there's more available that you can send me, or. Uh... Oh, good grief! Yes. Okay. Oh my goodness. I know Do you talking to Paul about it? And... Uh huh. Do you know where your CDs are? Your your radio CDs. Yes. Okay. Before you. <laughs> okay. Well, before you, I'm going to ask you to do something for me, please. Before you call back. Look at the CD that you have of Lux and tell me 
what the dates are. They'll be written on the outside from this month and year to that month and year, and I'll make sure that I don't duplicate it. Okay? So, yeah, when you call in later, if you have the Lux Radio Theater CD in front of you, that will help a lot, and I'll make sure that you get shows that you don't have instead of duplicating ones that you do. Because I am so terrific, Charles. Did you put the year or the dates on them? I, I'm sure I did. Because a lot of them don't have the dates. <laughs> well, a lot of them are complete shows. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. And if I didn't, all you have to do is pop it into the computer, and the dates are on the shows themselves. So you'll be able to tell from there. If you can give me just if you can give me just one date, I'll know which I'm set I sent you. <laughs> yeah, I'll know, I'll know which set I sent you if you can just give me one date of a show that's on there. Okay. Very cool. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Take care, Charles. Okay, Charles. Thank you, you so much. Bye. Bye. Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. If you can guess what I'm eating, you can win a CD. 714-545-2071. A candy bar. <laughs> you're eating candy. I know you're eating candy. I just feel it in my bones. Hello there, Who's Colin. on the phone and who's going to rescue me? Who's there? Edwin from Chicago. There you are. Hello, Edwin from Chicago. How in the world are you? I'm wonderful. Walden, are you eating caramel? Nope. He's eating, he's eating peppermint patties. Nope. You're eating Tootsie Rolls. You are absolutely correct, Patricia. You win a CD. Well, those are probably the only things you have left in your house because you've eaten everything else. Nope, I haven't. You haven't. Mm -mm. Okay. All right, so I win a prize, did you say? Mm-hmm. Any CD in your collection, we'll make sure you get it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you are, you are just... You are so cool. <laughs> you take such good care of me. <laughs> so what are you doing with weather up there? It, uh, it, it was, it snowed today. I took my dog out this morning about 9 o'clock, and there wasn't anything on the ground. And then when I took him out about 3, there was a dust of snow. And I believe it's going to snow tomorrow. And that was about 32 degrees. But uh, it's still still so pleasant because everything around us is just getting hit by snow. Indianapolis, Iowa, Minnesota. So um, you're, you're like the inside of a of a wagon train. You're like the inside, and and the wagon train is surrounded, and all of this stuff is going on around you, and you're safe on the inside. And when I want a funny, I want I want you have a funny guide dog story. Do I? You, you, yes. Uh, do I have... A funny guide dog uh, story. Right, right. I'm, I'm trying to think real quickly. Uh, and nothing comes to mind. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one. My friend Jeff Gilbert, who listened to the station, um, okay. when he was having a guide dog, and I always thought this would be a great scene in a movie, he he got on he got on a bus with his guide dog and he was sitting down, and right across from him was another blind guy with a guide dog, and the bus took off, and then the two guide dogs de decided that they didn't like each other, so oh. they 
So they start to attack each other. So here they're leading, they're jumping at each other. Here, blue blind guy are trying to hold their guide dogs off while the bus is driving down the street. So I always thought that would be a good scene. Well, I, I do have one that comes to mind. Okay. When I first got my guide dog, mm -hmm. I went to a store and I was purchasing uh, some things. And uh, I'm sure you've been to a store where you have a counter and below the counter they have little shelves. Yep. So I made my purchase <laughs> and I walked out the store. <laughs> I, was, I was about a block away from the store when I heard something drop on the ground. Uh-oh. I thought it was uh, something from my pocket, so I'm feeling around, and I picked up a candy bar. <laughs> um, I knew that was... Dog, I thought you were going my to... My dog shoplifted a candy bar. <laughs> and I was about two blocks away, because he carried it for two blocks. <laughs> I didn't bother going back, but that was his first uh, criminal act in my possession. Oh my gosh! And did he? Is he now off in a criminal life? No, no, no. He's he's reformed. Oh, this is this is good. This I, is good. I, I know, think that must be. Me, I think that's normal because my friend Jeff Gilbert dog, when they go grocery shopping, generally his dog would would uh would shop with too. So it must be a, a, a thing for guide dogs. Well, I think it's probably the, I went to the Walgreens. I don't know if you saw we had Walgreens recently. No. But yes, I it, do. It's like a it's like a um, right way. Uh, Walden. It's a major it's a major pharmacy, and they put milk in it on top of everything okay. else. Okay. And uh, this was very interesting because I got some help to go shopping, uh -huh. and when I got to the counter. My dog uh, had a blanket in his mouth. A blanket? Uh, one of those oh little my gosh. Uh, blankets that you throw around your shoulder. Uh, yeah. Like a large scarf. Uh-huh. And well, what I found interesting is that apparently my dog had had this all during our shopping. And the person that was helping me never told me. Well, that, that, that was well, that's cute. They probably thought she was, or he was helping you. You know, as soon as you said the counter, the the, the shelves below the countertop, I knew exactly what you. I thought you were going to say I heard somebody chewing, and <laughs> your dog was snacking on what was there. But he did oh, one bit, one oh, step he, better. He waited. Yeah, he waited. Oh. He was very polite. Yeah, he carried it about two blocks before he dropped it. That is so funny. You want to Walden, you, you, I am really unnerved by the two dogs not liking each other. I know. Because guide dogs and service dogs are usually trained so well to withstand any kind of stressor. And for the two of them to be so so antagonistic to each other, wow. Yep. That's got to be I unusual. Went, I went to someone's office, and a uh, woman in the office, uh, when I walked in, uh, this was a blind woman who also had a dog, and she's blind, so she didn't see my dog. And when we walked in, her dog um, got very uh, and started growling. And right away she asked me, 
Do you have a poodle? Yeah. How do you know this? He says, because my dog gets along with any other breed except poodles. And that was so fascinating to me. I agree. I have little little case of um, prejudice and segregation there. Gee whiz! Okay, you want to you want you ready for a blind, a guide dog joke? Sure. All right. Okay, a guy come walking. A guy walked into the grocery store, uh-huh. and he saw this blind guy. He was in the aisle of the grocery store, you know, where the cans were, and he noticed something different because he he. He had a guide dog, and the guide dog was swinging in the air backwards and forwards. And the guy came to the blind guy and said, what are, you, what are you doing swinging your guide dog, you know, in the air backwards and forward?" And the guy said, well, we're trying to read the label. Oh, okay. Okay. That's not, that's not the way I heard it. <laughs> Now, I'll tell you something that really did happen. Okay. Um, on, a, on a school campus, uh, this friend came up walking to this blind girl, and she was having a tug of war with her guide dog. Mm-hmm. She was trying to go one way while the guide dog was trying to go the other way. Oh, dear. And the um, person that came up to the gal and said, can I help you? And she said, no. I'm trying to cut class, but my guide dog doesn't want to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Believe it. All right. Believe it. That is well, a do, very good I service do dog. I your question about a character named Paul. Okay. Now, was Perry Mason ever on radio? Yes, it was. Because I was thinking of Paul Drake, but the, the, the major one. Is one man's family. You're absolutely correct. You you won the answer. That is very good. I was thinking of Paul Winchell. That's a that's another one. You're very good. Very and good. And Paul Freeze was Paul Freeze was the one I originally had. That's true. Because he had he was so many voices. That's right. And that's I misunderstood you when you said not necessarily a character. Right. Um, and what you really meant was that it was a character, and if that were the case, then I knew I was wrong. Right. But Paul Freeze was on my list, too. Very good. Oh, God, good. that was really Very good, Patricia. good. Very good. Both of you get really ghost Okay, Edwin, we're, we're going through a little bit more quickly tonight, and then um, call back later. Do you want a question now, or do you want a question later? Um, no, I'll get a question later. Okay. Yeah, we will be here. A uh, chance to get in. Sounds good. Okay. We'll talk to you later, and I will have a question for you. Uh Uh-oh. Sounds good. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, Edwin. Thanks a bunch. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 714-545-2071. And I'm eating my Tushiro from John from Maryland. I'm happy. 714-545-2071. Yes, my dear? I made a boo-boo. You made a boo-boo? I made a boo-boo. You gonna tell the family the boo boo, or should I take the well, call? Well, I will tell the family the boo boo after we talk to whoever is on the phone. Who's there? Hello there, you're on the air. It's Charles in New Jersey again. <laughs> Hello, Charles. Well, well, I'm glad you called, Charles, because you're my boo boo. Uh oh. I know. Uh oh. 
Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm so good, and I'm so honest, Charles. I looked at the time, and after you hung up, and I realized that you are our first winner for tonight. You won! I didn't, I didn't pay attention to the clock, and therefore I didn't tell you until just this very moment that you are now the owner of a compact personal CD player. Hooray! Hi. Is that cool? I don't know how, don't know how frustrating I've been all week. <laughs> I don't know. How, how frustrated have you been all week? Well, no, no. I'm just joking around. Like, I, I'll call. Mm-hmm. Then the next call will come in and say, you won. <laughs> <laughs> Timing is everything. It's like being in line in a store, and the yeah. guy ahead of you, one step ahead of you, is oh, yeah. the one million customer you write. Yes. I was, I, well, I was you just to call in at 1030 and talk to, talk to you all night, because I'm okay, I'll win the <laughs> Ah, but you see, you see, you see, the call has to come in. It's not that you keep talking until we get to that time. It's that you called at the right time. Like you won a million dollars. No, not quite. Not quite. Now, I have to tell you, <clears throat> I have to tell you, Charles. This, this, I got the Lux Radio Theater put in, and it looks like the last okay. show is nothing sacred. Nothing sacred. Oh, I, need, I need the date on The date? It. Probably 1939. Oh, it's good. It should have it should have numbers in the front, like forty nine, twelve, oh seven, something like that. Forty. Looks like uh, let's see. It says LX. Uh huh. Forty one 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 two. All right, that's fine. That's uh, November twelfth, nineteen forty, oh, and that's okay. the last. Okay, and that's the last show on the CD, correct? Yes, I can't, yeah, I won't go down any further. <laughs> okay, okay, that's well, fine. So now I'm... The is above it. All right, well, the date is the only thing I needed because that's the way okay. I've got mine filed. So, okay, now I'll know which CD I sent to you, and I will send you a different one. So that's that's a portable. It's a portable CD player. Uh huh. It's a portable CD player. It's just a little bit larger than the CD itself, and it's got buttons on it. I have to use your own headphones with this, okay. um, and it plays it plays regular CDs. All but right. it's it's kind of dandy, yeah, because you can walk around with it, and you're not attached to your computer when you play these things. It's battery operated, and uh, I think it's pretty cool. Will it play the radio show CDs or no? No, this one will not. Okay, yeah, no, so fine. Just, fine. just your, yeah, just your regular CDs, and uh, it'll do a good job. Woohoo! What a nice gift! Uh, yeah. Uh, what a that's nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Charles got it. Talk the S words for the rest of the year. I guess not. You, you, you're uh, bored. You're bored. Uh huh. It's, it's called the, the Patricia vibe. She bribed me for not doing one more S word for the rest of the year. However. Yes. If, if he had done this beforehand, mm-hmm. it would have been considered a bribe, and people would have raised a question. Yes. You can do anything you want afterward, but if you want to be really <laughs> nice to me, if you want to be nice to Patricia, mm-hmm. there won't be any S-words, which I doubt you can pull off, but we'll see. Hey, I will if I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think you can pull it off. Well, anyway, I'm sorry I let you off the phone without mentioning it. And um, there you were. 
I wasn't expecting. I thought I thought you started that after twelve because that's when you regularly come on. I didn't. I didn't expect it. Well, it's because we came on early tonight. So you're on Monday too at ten thirty. Right. Mm. We were on at eleven thirty on Monday. But no, no, she's talking about this coming Monday. Oh, this coming Monday. Yes, yes, we'll be on at ten thirty. Yeah. And these are these are only Christmas week prizes. We're on the last night of prizes. Ooh. So you did good. Yeah, you did good. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you later then. All right. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Okay, Charles. Merry Thanks Christmas for calling back. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. 714 I'm sorry. I didn't look at the clock until after he hung up. Well, at least you, at least you kept track. 714-545-2071. Everybody loves Patricia, so nobody's going to hold her to the time that she only knows. 714-545-2071. Well, if I'm the only one who knows, nobody can hold me to it anyway. That's right. But I'm an honorable person. I listed out the times, and I'm paying attention. I mean, just arbitrarily, I picked different times during the night, and, um, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like last night, I had one at 2.40, uh, not last night, um, yeah, last night I had one at 2.40, right. and on Monday I had one at 4.10, right. so, I mean, these are really squirrely times, and nobody could guess them, no. except me, because I wrote them down. I know. Yeah. 714-545-2071 on our number, just remind everybody, tomorrow night, Friday, Patricia has a night off. And I know what she's going to be doing on her night off. What? She'll be sleeping. What? She'll be sleeping. On my night off? Yes. Silly. Silly rat. Uh, Bob Corona, uh, Joey Corona's son will be on with us. He has a, a book with Bear Man and Media talks about his dad. Saturday, Patricia and I. Sunday, Stuart Keenan. On the anniversary, 76 years ago, on the Fred Allen Show, when he started the Benny Allen Feud. By playing the B. Patricia and I will be here New Year's Eve night. Starting at 10.30. So Bob from. Ron from Hawaii will be calling around midnight. West Coast time to play. Old land sign for us. Next weekend. Friday. January the 4th. We'll be celebrating Terry Moore's birthday. Terry just did a brand new interview. With Larry and, and myself. Saturday night, January 5th, Dean Martin's daughter, Dina, will be on live with Patricia and I to talk about her dad and about her career. I did not know she started out singing as a country singer and had a couple of hits as a country singer before she decided to sing the American Songbook. And then uh, Larry and John and I will be back on the January 6th and we'll pull out one of the new interviews that we just done. So... That's sort of the lineup over the next two weekends. And you can give us a call at 714-545-2071. Merry Christmas to you. From here Merry to Christmas there. to you. Merry Christmas to us. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. I still want to know about leftovers. What's your favorite leftover? Well, well everything for you. Mm-hmm. If, if it's left over, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's left over, it's your favorite for the moment. Boy. I'll tell you what I'm in the mood for right now. I guess it depends on what you're in the mood for. You just ate some. Yeah, I know. 
something. Mm-hmm. I what would, are you in the mood for? Hash. Leftover hash. Ah, made from which meat? Ham? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, roast beef. Oh, my God. I, I can't imagine putting roast beef in a grinder. Oh, it is wonderful because of the, uh, the uh, bacon fat. Brown the potatoes and onions so well. And so, roast beef, brown potatoes and onion, and I have a Heinz 57 to dip it into. So, I'm in the mood for that. 714-545-2071. My favorite sounds so wimpy next to yours. What is your favorite leftover? Well, for the moment, and I'm sure I will come up with others because mm-hmm. I love leftovers as well, uh-huh. but I really, really, really like cold meatloaf sandwiches. Huh. I love, I like cold meatloaf more than out-of-the-oven meatloaf, mm-hmm. which reminds me that I would probably want to make a meatloaf tomorrow. This is good. I, you know, I think meatloaf is one of those meals. When you prepare, when you're preparing it, it doesn't smell as mm-hmm. good as until until you eat it. I think you know putting the ingredients together for meatloaf sometimes doesn't smell as good, but once you cook it and thing, it turns out to be good stuff. Mine smells good from start to finish. Mmm. I you guess it depends on. I guess the, it depends on your nose. On the recipe, I guess. I, I feel like that with goulash. It doesn't smell great oh, when you. Oh, you said that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it, it, just makes your nose wrinkle uh-huh. when it's cooking, and after that, it's really good. Really good. You know, I think. Well, that's mine. Meatloaf. Yeah. What kind so of? I'm going to be a very easy guest when we get to people's homes. Meatloaf. Yeah, meatloaf is not a pricey dish. Mm-mm. Um, you know, I just meatloaf on a on. Now, on family, are, are, are we? When we come visit you, are you going to serve buffet style, or we have to stay? We will basically just go with Patricia's dish, and I'll be happy. What is no? And I like cereal and milk. I'm, I mean, that's not. No, well, it's you, getting more and more expensive. You are a cereal kid. There's no doubt about that. Um, I like it. I like cereal at night. What kind you know, of cereal? I don't know. What kind of what, what kind of what kind of cereal runner you're on at the moment? I'm on um, raisin bran crunch. Oh, Which is really good. I discovered that. I haven't tried and that. That's pretty good. It's very good. Do you like Raisin Bran? I love Raisin Bran. This is really good. I think you will like this. It's okay. got a little bit of a sweet taste to it. They okay. probably put some sweetener in it. It's got lots of raisins. Okay. It might even have some like shavings of nuts in it. Mm-hmm. But the But the flakes stay crunchy from the moment. You pour the milk on until you're finished with the bowl. Oh, that's good. And I love that. You know, you get down yeah. to the bottom and it's yeah. all soggy, mushy. Yeah. And I eat it because it's there and I poured milk on it. Mm-hmm. But this stays crunchy for the whole bowl. So we're, we're on the we're on the raisin crunch kick at the moment. Okay. Uh-huh. And I, I think that, I don't know if it's Kellogg's or Post. Probably Kellogg's. I think it's Post. Hmm. It is, hold on, it's right here waiting for me. Mm. It's waiting for me. It's Kellogg's, Kellogg's Raisin Bran Crunch. 
Now, are we going with non-fat milk at the moment? What what kind of milk are we are we putting on our cereal? Oh, I'm hanging my head. I went back to to regular milk. You have. Oh, no. I have been. I know. I have been drinking two percent milk forever. I have. And I've I've had to stop in a store that was other than supermarket one night. And the mm-hmm. only thing they had was I think it was fat free. It was like skim milk. Right. Or whole milk, and I got whole milk, and I thought, oh my gosh, it was like drinking cream, which I not love cream, <laughs> and I thought, you know, for the amount that I drink, and the, and, the, and the status of my cholesterol, which just blows people away, I am, that's the only part of me that's healthy, <laughs> and I thought, it is, I mean, you know, my doctor repeated it, he said, I can't believe it, <laughs> he said, nobody like you comes up with these numbers, he said, you must have gotten good genes, I said, well, the one thing I didn't get was good genes, but anyway, um, so it's really that good, so I went to whole milk, and I've been drinking that for a while, when you were so, a, am I going to get punished? When you were a little girl. What yeah. kind of milk did you drink? Was it two percent? Whole milk. It was whole. Yeah. No, it was whole milk. Uh-huh. Yeah. My mama. That's what I grew up on. My mama raised us on two percent milk, so I always been yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. So you're accustomed to the taste of it. So mm-hmm. oh, yeah. getting getting accustomed to two and one percent milk was. I had to, you know, I mean, it was fine. There's nothing wrong with it, and I didn't have a terrible time. It wasn't like you know, oh, I have to get used to this. You know, what but took me a while. When I to went to the whole milk, it tasted so good. What took mm-hmm. me a while was getting used to skim milk. That took me a little while. The skim milk is it. It doesn't have much flavor at all. Right. It. It's like. It's watery a little bit. It's just, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. There's no substance to it, and the cream in the milk gives it the really nice flavor. So when they take it all out, it's, hmm, I don't know. So I'm very happy that my cholesterol is so good that it's better than good. And, um, you know, I'm just so proud of myself. I've got something on my record that says, <laughs> oh, look, it gets a gold star. Everything else is red marks. 